Welcome to another episode of Music to My Beers. Sunday mornings, 10 until noon, with you here on Real Rock 1039 The Bear. I am uh, one of your co hosts, Zach Miller, alongside Warren Cluck. Good hello, morning. Hello, and welcome to December. Yeah, we've made it. Uh, it's uncomfortable how fast this uh, holiday season is whizzing by. I don't even have time to like, buy gifts or. More beers or and anything like that. After the bourbon, uh, after the uh, bourbon county stout from uh, from Black Friday, I don't have any money left over to buy gifts. So, uh, you know, yeah. I know a couple of places that you can take some stuff in and get paid cash on the spot for it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Got you know any what? Jewelry, well, unwanted items. We'll have some pawn tips a little bit later on to uh, stretch your holiday beer budget. Uh, we laugh on the show all the time that this is the most expensive beer buying season of the year between special releases, Black Friday. Uh, we've got some bare hand stuff coming up at the end of the month. Between all that, it just it's uh, that just seems like a lot. Yeah, and, and the pocketbook is empty by the end of it. Well, you get used to buying craft beer throughout the year, and then like uh, I had to tell my brother over the holidays how much I had spent on Bourbon County, <laughs> and to somebody who's not into craft beer or into collecting or like that's kind of like your hobby or you know your one big splash purchase for the year. It seems like a very insane thing. So I've got I got chastised about you know you really should probably invest your money or whatever. I tried to backpedal, explain. I'm like I don't always do this. I'm investing in the experience that I'm going to have later while right, I'm enjoying these right. beers. They're like Pokemon. I got to catch them all. I need the whole lineup. I'm an idiot. So uh, we'll talk more about that. We have a lot of show to cover, and uh, where it's a very exciting. I do want to talk to you about my first experience at a uh, new Southside Brewing location. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, there is a load of music to my beers to get to here on the December edition. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. So we're into December now, and uh, this is where we start to bring things in. You and I are very excited because every year we do, uh, we pre-tape our holiday show because we well, we make it quite the bottle share. That's coming up on Friday, so we've yeah. got to talk about maybe some of the things we're going to bring to that. And oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I do want to tell you, though, I finally got a chance, and I know I don't think you've been there yet, to uh, swing by the Southside Martins on Ironwood. Yeah, you or, uh, me, went last Ir- weekend? Yeah, in Ireland, and uh, check out the new Greenbush uh, Southside location. How is it? It's great. Man, I want to get in there so bad. Yeah. I thought when it was under construction, but then they, they kept pushing back the uh, opening date, but now that it's open, I want to get in there and have some... Barbecue. When we first heard that uh, that they were going to put this in, I was thinking they're going to take away the bakery and put this where the bakery was, but they built it into additional store space. Oh, like along that wall, so it's not yeah. taking up any of the existing Martin's footprint. But man, is it one? It's really cozy. Mm-hmm. It's very close, and you don't have to drive to Sawyer to get there. How many people can fit in there usually, give or take? Oh, I'm a terrible fire marshal, so I'm just going to say uh, <laughs> we were there on a Friday night uh, last weekend, and it was pretty packed. And I'm going to say there were probably 50, oh, okay. maybe 60 people in there. Nice nice little brew pub. Yeah, they, got, they, yeah, they, have, they have a great menu, and, uh, and it's it's really kind of a weird experience to uh, walk into a Martin's you've been into 40,000 times and think, I'm going to have a beer. <laughs> and then if you feel like it, you can pay your tab and walk around the store after having had a few beers and do some grocery shopping. So It makes it easy. It skips the step of driving around to go get groceries well, then. It's really amplified to me the experience of, uh, of grocery shopping. Like, you know, it's fun, but maybe I'll find a few extra things that I need if I've had a few <laughs> beers beforehand. But... Yeah, you should definitely go and check it out. It's uh, it's tons of fun. So as far as the menu goes, is it the same as what they have up in um, uh, Sawyer, Michigan, at that Greenbush, or is it a little different? Everything's kind of pared down a little bit. They had uh, 
they had most of their their regular beers, and I heard that eventually down the line they're going to be some Southside exclusive Greenbush stuff there that you can get. But uh, it does it forms a nice little triangle between the Crooked U Greenbush. There's the casino right there, and then you head back downtown. So I guess that's not really a triangle. She grabbed the, the uh, Southwest Michigan Brew Tours. <laughs> failed geometry, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's a lot of fun. And if you haven't been yet, uh, I was wearing one of their shirts for. For Beer Shirt Thursday on the Music to My Beers nice. Instagram earlier in the week, and uh, it, it's awesome. And, and another reason I favor this is because it, I can walk there from my house. That's awesome. You don't even have to get in a car or Uber or yeah. drive. It's also a $3 Uber ride. That, oh. A $3 embarrassing Uber ride. Hey, can you drive me home? Because the guy's like, you could have just, just walked. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> too far. I've had too much, too much party wolf. <laughs> I'm going to take a breather. Uh, so this is my next question. Uh, do they allow kids? I don't have kids, so I didn't even bother checking. Okay. Uh, children shouldn't have been out when I was there. <laughs> okay. You know, it was late enough, yeah. 10 o'clock on a Friday night is a little late for uh, Junior to be up. I'll, uh, I'll have to double check that. But no, between the, the new Martin's Barbecue they offer there and then uh, inside you can get all the, the fun Greenbush stuff. That's a, that, that's a great hangout. That that will be probably my wife and I's next date night. We'll leave the kids at home the first time, go check it out, and then we'll we'll get a feel for the area. I'm excited. You should be. Yeah. Your next date night's going to be when? Six months from now. <laughs> our schedule's finally lined up. No, we went, we went out uh, last weekend uh, over the holiday weekend, and we, we stopped into a couple of different places. We stopped into the Santa's Workshop Remedy that's now up there. It's like a pop-up bar um, at the Remedy on 23. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then over, we popped into O'Rourke's and had dinner there, and so we made a nice little date night uh, out of it. How cute. I know. <laughs> uh, there's a load of music to my beers to get to. We've got a lot of beers to talk about, and uh, we're going to laugh at how much money we spent, how, how many, uh, how the lengths we all went to to get Bourbon County. Black Friday, when all that came out, man, all my phone has been for the last like week is, did you find this? Where'd you find this? Do you have this? Do you want to trade for this? Do you want to swap oh. for this? Yeah, and and I know that it, you know it's, it's kind of loony to think that I'm, I'm an adult and I'm tracking all this. Like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Is it the best beer we've ever had? No. But for some reason, over the years, because we've been buying this since, what, 2010, 11, It's 12-ish. the original. Yeah, but now that there are all these variants, you feel you feel a little bit, if you're a completist, uh, it's not necessarily, I don't think it's maybe classified as FOMO, but I feel the need to get, like, I I make a little game of it. Like, I want to get, I want to get all of them. Got to catch them all. Yeah, and I think as of this, uh, as of this afternoon, I'm, I'm just one shy. One more is all I need. Okay. And by the looks of things on Untapped and some of the things I've seen online, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it. You got to drive to go get it. Well, I got to pay. Okay, but uh, also it's just I, I don't see it. You know, you see certain variants and things online available. You can get. It's not a big deal. Like after Dark Lord Day, you can get whatever you want. Uh, I don't see this up for for availability. So I'm wondering if you know maybe I'll make a shameless plea later in the show. Hey, if you have this bottle, come help a brother out. I'll make yeah. it worth your while. But um, we're not going to use this show totally as our own beer gathering mechanism. Uh, we've been talking a lot. The theme of the show today is December beer, and it seems like a lot of uh, a lot of beer things happen in December. We, we've uh, talked enough about about Bourbon County, that Black Friday release. We've got the Bare Hands uh, peanut butter stout release coming up at the end of the month. We have a winter warmer to look forward to. There's a lot going on if you're a a, a thick a thick boy, a thick yeah. beer enthusiast. Well, and with these months like we've had, you know, over the last two months at least, it's been a lot colder. So you don't really want to drink outside. I mean. Sometimes you're forced to because of a tailgate and this, that, and the other. But now that that stuff is done, I mean, most 
most basketball games. You're watching inside or uh, you're hanging out on the couch finishing up football because now we're late enough in the season that maybe maybe your fantasy team is still alive or Oh, uh, that's a negative ghost rider. No. No? Nope. Notre Dame is over. My Lions are terrible. Fantasy football, I biffed the playoffs. So this it's like a free December full of Sundays. I've got nothing going on the rest of the day. Actually, you know what happens uh, later today? I, I don't even have a playoff matchup this weekend. I do nothing. The college, the college football um, playoff announcement will be announced. The uh, top four. Oh, yeah. We'll Ohio State, LSU, Clemson. That fourth one. And we have to listen to sports talk radio debate the same four teams for the next four weeks. Man. But if you can do it while drinking beer and, you know, be on the couch. What have you been drinking lately? Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking we should start judging the beers we drink. It's sort of like the college football cl- playoff committee. Like, Oh, yeah? Well, Zach, I've been looking at your untapped check-ins, and based on your strength of schedule, <laughs> I'm going to give you like a five. <laughs> You know, you're like Alabama. You'll pull down some big ones, but for the most time, uh, no, I've, I've I've switched to stouts, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun going through. And just my new thing is, and and this isn't like um, I don't know if I would recommend this, but it's hard a lot of times, especially this time of year when everybody gets so busy to organize a really good share or an impromptu mm-hmm. share. Like we yeah. have one coming up on Friday, but it's it's organized. It's on the calendar a year in advance. Uh, so rather than than waiting and waiting and waiting for a friend to come over or that right time to crack a bomber, my new thing is to open a bomber by myself and immediately dome the whole thing. No, uh, nice. no, it's just to sit back. <laughs> I was gonna say, just to sit back and take my time and really enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with taking three hours to get through uh, a bomber if you're if that's if what you're drinking is super heavy. But I've got some really really heavy stouts. I've got a uh, a barrel roll that I'm really excited to check out. That's about 15, 16 percent. The barrel roll. Yeah, it's uh, a bomber. One, my brother-in-law sent me from out west, and wow. you know, rather than wait for you know, and and a lot of my a lot of my fun stuff that I get throughout the year will fall victim to that summertime. Everybody's around the pool, and we've had too many already. Hey, oh. let's break out this beer shares. You've been to some of those, yeah. But it's nice to take something I'm excited about drinking, and and I'm going to nurse this thing for three hours and see how it changes. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the garage chilling, I can just put it on the workbench, and because the garage isn't heated, you know, it'll stay relatively chill. Yeah. And you could take two two hours, three hours to work through. I've got some bombers of bounder stuff from uh, and and some barehead stuff that I got to get through just because it's been there a long time. But I don't want to wait. Yeah. You want to drink it now? Well, and drink I mean, it fresh. And sometimes your holiday gatherings aren't revolving around craft beer, or uh, or you've got other things going on. And... It's the eggnog and the, the <laughs> cocktails, Christmas cocktails. <laughs> oh, my son loves that eggnog. He, he can't get enough of it. I've bought like. Do you like eggnog? I love eggnog. Does your wife like eggnog? She's not a big fan. No, I cannot stand eggnog. Me and my father-in-law and my son, we've been through probably three or four half Mm-mm. gallons in my house Mm-mm. so far. <laughs> That's not a hey, uh, look at me, man. I'm a big fat guy. I will eat and drink just about anything and love every bite of it. But eggnog, <laughs> <laughs> booze in it yeah. or not booze in it? I think I would rather just be sober. But uh, what are you drinking on? Uh, well, right now I'm making my way through the advent calendar, the one that I received as a special gift from uh, Costco, and that one is 24 different beers that you have yeah. each night. Yeah, and you're you're through it a big a decent chunk now. Yeah, about a third of the way through. So um, I've had a Meritzen, which I didn't think I'd have during the month of December, which was actually pretty solid. And my trick is so that what they say is that you pull one out each day and put it in the fridge. That way it has time to chill at least for an hour, yeah. chill it in the fridge. I just kept it out in the garage because it's oh, like perfect. the Michigan cooler and everything. So they're fresh, cold, and right when I get home from work, I can just poke the hole in there. Pop it out and uh, uh, pour it in a glass. And and advent calendars. I know Greenbush does one. Aldi's had one. They featured Costco was selling them. 
Uh, they're they're really really fun, but I, I I imagine like this, you know, it's a it's a very uh, ceremonial thing. At the end of the day, you sit down, you have your beer of the day, and you yeah. head off to bed. Have you ever found yourself because you're a dad and you've and you've got a lot going on at work, where you you lay your head down, you're like, damn it, I didn't drink my beer, and you have to get up and like go in the garage and just like you know take ten minutes and really really plow through it and take some notes and some pictures and check it in on on tap. I had to do that for day three. Oh, <laughs> because I don't know where the the day Babe, got, got away get from up. me. I have to run to the garage real quick and drink a beer. <laughs> and I had some That's beers not before problematic that too. For a wife to hear. No, no, we've been uh, also drinking the uh, Costco had a twenty uh, four pack of the Sam Adams Holiday Sampler. Okay, which I'm a big fan of because around this time of year we'll have my in laws over or we'll have some friends come over for dinner and stuff and. We'll, just got to have some beers that, you know, are have like a broad range of different styles and stuff. And so this has the old Fez wig. It has the Sam Adams um, hopped up lager, the Sam 76, um, just the regular Boston lager, uh, the chocolate Bach. I'm actually a big fan of that's in the pack. And then also the holiday porter, which you would think would have a little more like nutmeg or um, kind of a, a Christmas flavor to it. It's just tastes like a, a regular old porter, but it's a pretty solid 24-pack that I've been drinking out of here and there um, a little bit, too, in addition to the Advent calendar. but In addition to the Advent calendar. Yeah, every day, counting up till Christmas. What'd you drink this month, Zach? Oh, I had an Advent calendar. 24 of Germans, Germany's finest beers. How, I know that's... The, how are those arranged? Are they arranged like weakest to strongest, style to style? Do you kind of just no. go around the horn? There's no rhyme or reason to it? I don't think that there's any rhyme or reason when I'm... When I pull one out, it's always a mystery about what I'm going to get. Like, I had a Meritzen earlier this week, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's pretty uh, late for that, because usually I'm drinking those in October, late uh, September. And then I uh, I pulled out, there was a um, a couple of different, like, golden lagers and, and stuff. Uh, very, very German. And you can tell where, like, Budweiser and Miller and Coors um, were inspired from. And it was a lot of that, that German brewing... Um, Couple of hops, very uh, malt balanced, crisp, clean, refreshing. Now I'm feeling left out that I didn't get an advent calendar. I know, man. I'm sorry. You know what? Maybe next year. Yeah. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B movie. Uh, this is a, a little segment of the program where we like to pair movies with alcohol and rate them as such in a little segment we've dubbed the B movie. Uh, I'm gonna go first, and because it is December, I'm sorry, December. Every Sunday this month, we're just going to review a massive Christmas movie. And I think one of the, and I think it was Ranker, there were a couple of different places that ranked this in the top three Christmas movies of all time. From 1990, the Macaulay Culkin classic, Home Alone. I'm going to go first. Uh, obviously, there's nothing bad you could say about this movie. It is a perfect John Hughes film. It's pitch perfect from start to finish. And this came out when I was 10 years old, the exact same age as Kevin McAllister in the movie. So this was my, I was all about that life. This was my favorite thing in the entire world was this movie. The world is out to get you. Nobody in your family. Oh, but I mean, every kid when you're that age dreams of like, you know, showing up big and setting booby traps and and just everything about what Kevin does in the movie uh, was was every 10 year old's fantasy back in the back in the day. (laughs) 
And uh, then you get a little bit older, you move to South Bend, and you hear the South Bend Shovel Slayer. And I was going like, to say, wow, is there a local connection here? Yeah, I wonder if he's around here. And then you get a little bit older, and somebody shows you a meme on Facebook, and you're like, yeah, what did Kevin McAllister's dad do for a living to afford this house <laughs> and to take 19 people to Paris? <laughs> I forgot that in the first movie, they went to Paris, and then you notice how he saves money in the second movie by taking them all to Florida? Yeah. <laughs> Things must have uh, taken a downturn. Uh, Joe Pesci, obviously Daniel Stern, make a... a a pitch-perfect pair of wet bandits. Marv! Yeah, if, if I were a movie critic, if I were a, a Rex Reed or somebody, this would have been 10 out of 10 or 5 stars or whatever whatever the max rating is. And I think if you're a fan of the Netflix show, the movies that made us, I haven't seen the episode, but I saw a clip where they were talking about that infamous scene where Kevin takes the uh, aftershave, puts it on his face, waits, and then screams. Yeah. And that was something that he threw, that 10-year-old uh, Macaulay Culkin just did. That was sort of like an impromptu. That's not exactly what was supposed to happen. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, I'm going to give this movie mm, one four-pack. I have one of these. I haven't tried them yet. I think I'm going to wait probably till after the new year. But I'm dying to try the new Lagunitas Willitized Coffee Stout. Yeah. A little bit pricey. They they did it a year or two ago, or I had it a year or two ago, and it was fantastic. It's excellent. It's about 22-ish bucks a four-pack, so... That's that's not too bad. I mean, that's what Founders Bourbon, or even um, some of the other, like, KBS four-packs will run you. Yeah, I know. I just... Uh, when, once you see that twenty two ninety nine, twenty three ninety nine, you're like, oh, all right, well, I gotta get this, and then something regular to sip on. But uh, I'm going to give that one four-pack of the Willitized Lagunitas from their Woodshop series because uh, it's it's a perfect movie, and I want to enjoy it. It really is. Or, like, really, really enjoy really it. Really enjoy it. I couldn't believe when I was looking up this movie made uh, $476.7 million. You know what another budget was? Hmm. $18 million. That's it, all. Dude, well, Kevin, uh, Macaulay Culkin was a nobody, really, until, oh, this, movie, true. until yeah. this movie came out. And as far as giant roles... Joe Pesci, sort of a big thing. I mean, he wasn't like Good a... fellas and... But, but he wasn't an A-lister, and neither was yeah. Daniel Stern. It was a lot of guys who uh, who had decent-sized careers. Catherine O'Hara makes an appearance, and then um, John Candy. Other than that... Forgot John Candy, because he's yeah, a part he, of the bus that brings him back, right? Yeah, he's in the uh, the polka king of the Midwest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I, too, love this movie, and it's definitely uh, a one for me. I I always wanted to, you know, stay back at Christmas time and like let everybody go and then just had the rule of the house to myself. But um yeah, I would go with one fifteen fifty four black ale from New Belgium. Ooh. Not a porter, not a stout, just a nice dark um kinda has a dry chocolatey finish and I'm all about tradition. So if this beer was drank five hundred years ago, I'm going to stick with the tradition, and I'll watch Home Alone again this year and probably have one of these beers. It's a hot music to my beers take, but I think this is probably better than A Christmas Story. Ooh, that is a hot Christmas take. Christmas Story came out about seven, ten years before Home Alone, so I think if you're, in your, if you're in your late 40s and up, A Christmas Story is probably your favorite Christmas movie, but for guys that are our age... You know, a little bit younger. It's got to be. That's a change my mind. I don't know. Alone. I hope when you know what I hope when I'm 55 years old and my kids are sitting around that that uh, that TBS Superstation is like we're going to show 24 hours of Home Alone. <laughs> just Home Alone one and two. They can just show those back to back to back. Yeah, we're going to show. Uh, we're probably going to review a Christmas story coming up a little bit later on this month. But de- uh, dipping back into the soundtrack, obviously the the movie is just filled with Christmas classics. And we've been at just about an hour now. This is usually when we stop and tell you, hey, we're on the internet. Be our friend. Yeah, you can find us pretty much on every social media platform. We're not on Snapchat. Well, on every social media platform you should care about, right? We might be on Grindr. 
Uh, I don't know. I didn't sign us up for that one. Well, you get to drinking, Zach, and who knows what happens. <laughs> Uh yes, we are on uh, the Facebook, so you can find us on uh, on our Facebook page. Or not only do we have a Facebook page, but Zach has also made a secret Facebook group. Yeah, well, not necessarily secret, but private. Well, it's lately it's been where have you found this, and here's where I found this. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of check this out. Yeah, and we we get a lot of engagement on there. Um, I know that uh, earlier this week at as a radio station, I know it's not really um a beer thing, but it's a wine thing that you can get tickets to. Um. For nice station plug, yeah. Winem Dynam one zero three nine. I'm coming exactly. up Thursday night with the Jason Lee and Cluck show. Uh, there are yours still, truly right there. Yeah, I'll be there. We'll be sipping on some wine. It's not exactly music to my beer stuff, but uh, I am excited. Yeah, because uh, the the beer and food pairings thing very much follows the the footprint of the wine and food pairings, which is the OG of the entire thing. So it'll be fun to see what different flavor profiles work with different food. If you want tickets, there are still I think there's six available. Maybe wow. headed into this week, go to one zero three dot com and buy them. Yeah, nice and, work. Yeah, well, I just figure if you've got an event coming up, share it with us. We'll we'll do the same if we've got anything going on that we want you to be a part of, and that's one of them. So get your tickets. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we're also on the Graham Fam because we post our beer shirt Thursday there, and Warren uh, was wearing his Greenbush shirt this week because Zach had his promotional "I won an internet contest" I M- did. Miller Lite holiday I sweater. Liked it. I commented, I shared it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that, thinking, "Oh, Zach, you're trying to win contests, and yeah. you won, and I won. Yeah, you won the Miller Lite holiday sweater. Are you gonna wear it to the upcoming uh, ugly sweater?" Uh, You've only got like three weeks to use this thing, so you got to just wear it as often as possible. I know. I'm probably going to wear it for every beer shirt Thursday this month. Does it light? Did it light up? No, that's my Stranger Things ugly sweater. Okay. So I'll All wear right. that to the Christmas party. Uh, Zach, a man of many coats, many ugly sweaters. <laughs> and I almost bought one on Black Friday, too, because I saw some Star Wars ugly sweaters. I'm like, hey, I can be one of those nerds. I thought for a split second about wearing a Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself holiday <laughs> sweater to the company Christmas party, and then I thought, nah, I want to be around for next year's holiday Christmas party. So There's um, going to be enough drinking, you know. Yeah. Not everybody that works in this office is a savage idiot like we are. <laughs> you can also find us on Untapped, and this is how, how uh, my favorite thing to do during the week on Untapped is to get on, and then I'll get a little bloop alert, and I'll say, wow. Zach Miller, drinking 4 o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah. Must be nice. Basically, we just use it to shame one another into, uh, oh, you're drinking it Saturday at uh, 9.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's the holidays, so you can kind of get away with drinking it off hours. So. You drink it in a mug, so nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, you just, it's, fun, it's fun to laugh at your buddies like, oh, I guess you're drunk now. But you can follow <laughs> me at Man Bear Cluck. Zach is at Dad Beers, and we would love to see what you're drinking and drink along. One of the things I've got to get, we'll talk about New Year's resolutions of the upcoming years. I have got to get better at Untapped. For having a beer show, my pictures are terrible. My reviews are ham-fisted at best. Sometimes I'll get a little, I'll get a little creative and think I'm going to make a joke out of this and like slip a your mom joke in there or something. But <laughs> I look at my, I look at my past check-ins and think I'm not adding anything to the beer conversation on Untapped. I'm just checking in to show that I had this beer. Yeah, I and I sometimes I just never know what to say, and I'm an investor in Untapped. Okay, you know, contributor to the uh, Untapped. I, I know I saw your little badge. Yeah. Oh, so, a supporter. A Zach supporter. Miller at Dad Beers. No, I, supporter. I get uh, an extra, like, I don't know, 140 characters. But are I'm you like, even going to be here next Friday for the Christmas party, or you have to fly out for an untapped board meeting because you're probably. a major investor? We're going to be voting on the next uh, evolution oh, of the app. Oh, and, you the, know what? The next round of badges we can all run out and earn. Uh, there's untapped groups coming soon. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know about that, but there, there should be. So reach out to the show, and if you missed the show, you want to relive it, or we were talking about your favorite beer or a beer you want to try, you can always pop podcast it coming up tomorrow. Zach does a great job of chopping it up. 
and sprinkling it all over the internet at iTunes, at the Google uh, Podcast, wherever, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iHeart. We're everywhere. So you feel like you can drink outside of your normal routines. You're traveling. You've got friends, family, loved ones, celebrations, big, thick beers. Uh, it truly is, Zach, a uh, beer drinker's paradise I in saw, the month I, of December. I saw a meme the other week. It's like, why do why do Americans or something always find a holiday, and because of that holiday, you just it's an excuse to drink. You drink drink to go get your tree. You drink to come after you're, after you're done getting you, your tree. You, you drink to decorate your tree. You drink to go get your tree? Well, I don't, but I know that some people do. Some people put it in the old Yetis and uh, go out and oh. chop down a tree then. Well, it turns out America's just got a big booze problem. <laughs> Uh, but it is fun. It's, it's yeah. fun to kick back. And we were laughing earlier in the show. I was talking about wanting to complete my Bourbon County lineup, and I managed to find every single one of the uh, the items on the list. That's pretty amazing. From proprietors all the way down to the uh, to the regular, which uh, I think it's overlooked. I think the regular Bourbon County stout that comes out every year around now is a fantastic example of a of a bourbon barrel aged stout that gets now overshadowed by the fact that there's a circus tent full of variants that now are a, a more a highly sought after bottle. The only one I didn't get is, and, and I tried this when I was there, but I didn't get, I've never found a bottle of the two-year reserve. Oh, okay. And I haven't seen anybody online talking about it. I've seen no gram fam pictures about it. And it's, and I know that, uh, I think Old Man Ernie was in Chicago on Black Friday and said that Benny's sold out of it in about 15 minutes. Wow. So that was the like hot one that everybody was trying to get? That was, as far as the ones the that were released to the public, but that was the, I think the most limited quantity. Okay. But I was able to pick up a couple of reserve rise, some of the Cafe de Ola, which uh, it's getting mixed reviews on the internet. I love it. I think it's I think it's one it's of the, the coffee sti- one, right? It's the coffee and orange Ooh. zest, cinnamon, Interesting. vanilla. Yeah, it's it's a it's a flavor profile. You're either gonna love or you're gonna think, eh, you're not gonna hate it, but you're not gonna be very impressed, or you're gonna think it's it's great. Uh yeah, I found them all except for the uh the two year. And I only had to go to three different stores to get everything. Oh man! I I'll, as you're driving from liquor store to liquor store on Friday morning on a Black Friday, desperately trying to you know rake in the halt. Those are the darkest times mentally for a craft beer <laughs> enthusiast because you think to yourself, "My wife is at home. What am I doing?" Yeah, uh, uh, she's probably sleeping though. Yeah, you're up early enough. I'm running out in pajamas because I've got to get the stout. It's like I felt. You know what I felt very much like a farmer back in the old day. Like I've got to leave the house early in the morning to bring in the harvest so yeah. that we can make it through a long winter. So when she texted me around 9.30, she's like, hey, babe, where are you at? I said, ah, I'm out making sure our harvest of Bourbon County is bountiful. We'll get us through the long winter ahead. Had to run some errands, pick some stuff up. Yeah, you feel real bad. You oh. think, you know, you know what, you start having those, maybe I do have a problem. Maybe I should huh. just switch to Coors and be done with this whole craft beer thing. Well, we should talk about the quantity of the um, Bourbon County that we actually got here and around the area, because I actually didn't get on a list. I'll, I'll be honest. Prior to the wow. actual day. Zach Miller has beer show. Can't get on list. I got lucky. And I, I have to thank the Belmont up on uh, um, right next to Notre Dame, across from Notre Dame over there yeah. on 23, for allowing me to purchase a, I got to get the wheat wine. There were oh, some choices. Awesome. So I got that one as a variant. I also got to buy two of the bottles. Um, I think I could buy upwards until four. I got uh, two there. Um, and then I also got two more at a citywide um, over here. But... The citywide downtown said that they only got like a case of Bourbon County, and the citywide over on Grape got like ten cases. 
So I wonder how that all works out. And then also, I saw somebody post a picture on a, a local group. They were down in Florida, around the Orlando area, and there were just variants stacked on top of variants, like boxes, cases of them. Yeah. Well, I told you a couple of years. It was 2015. I flew out to Phoenix for Black Friday, and it was, Bourbon County was one, no big deal. But two, it was just available. It was available everywhere. And, I don't get it. Well, I think this year, as far as Michiana is concerned, we had a really good crack at the variants because they were all, with the exception of two-year, available. Yeah. You could, you may not have been able to buy them all. They may have been sold out, but but they were all here. Mm. Whereas years past, they're like it was like Northwoods and Barley Wine, and that was it. Or, or the Wheat Wine, rather. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> So it's your choice. I got Northwoods, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And did you get both? I got yeah, I got everything. Nice. Yeah, I get a really weird completist thing. And for a while, I was doing it with the Founders Barrel Aged series, where I felt the need to get a four pack and a bomber of every single thing that came out. But then I started to realize, like, what am I doing? This is not that big of a deal. Like, do I need five of these? And because I, I had like ten <laughs> releases in a row, so finally I stopped. I've got the same thing with Bourbon County, and I'm going to bring two of the 2014s. We got to talk about that later in the hour. The things yeah. we're going to, you know. I know that you don't want to show up in the same dress as somebody else when we go to a party. Mm-hmm. You also don't want to show up to a bottle share with the same bottle as somebody else. Yeah, that's true. That would be a waste of everyone's time. We'd be the laughing stock of our own <laughs> bottle share. That's pretty much just us and some people from around work. 17 bourbon counties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I brought myself last year's peanut butter stout from Bare Hands, and looks like Zach did, too. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, it's going to be nice to get to. We'll we'll spend some time later on the show, and kind of knuckle down who's bringing what, and uh, it's just it's it was fun to run around and get everything, but it was also kind of shameful. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's what we do. We collect yeah. all year long. Yeah, and all I could tell myself after you, after you have that thought of maybe I have a problem, your next thought is, hey man, I've got a beer show. I'm an alcohol professional. <laughs> I've got to be out here on these streets to do this. Yeah, I've got to be running around collecting all these beers. Uh, we've got a lot of show to get to yet. We still have to get to news and notes. We've got a huge couple of events coming up between now and the end of the month. Ah, yes, our weekly flex. Uh, yeah. It's the pick six. Zach and I put our heads together, and we uh, come up with a fantasy six-pack. Things we love, things we'd like to try, maybe things we think are so good you should try, too. And I'm going to propose we do it a different way, because... Uh, you and I typically will go one, two, three, then boom, the yeah. other guy tag teams and throws in his. Why don't we alternate? Okay, I can do that. And I'll go first. This is a beer I have not had, but I have seen here uh, available in the last week, and I'm dying to get my hands on it. I may have already missed the boat because it's a limited quantity release, but the uh, Bare Hands Ripe Leaf. Oh, yeah. Their Imperial Double IPA New England. And just the artwork and I, again, I'm the mar- I'm the guy that falls for the marketing. You see the artwork, you hear the name of the beer, and you think, I almost know what this tastes like. I can almost taste it on my tongue. And Bare Hands doesn't do a bad IPA, so I'm still scrounging around to get my hands on a four-pack. I may have to go there and beg. Be like, please, Chris, do you have any in the bag? I just want to taste more, sir, <laughs> please, more. Sir. But uh, that, one I, that one I haven't had, but I'm dying to have. Zach? I would go with, now that we're in the holiday season, Christmas is right around the corner. My brother got me into Belgians a few years back when he started working at a Belgian brewery. Or a Belgian, can't call it a Belgian brewery because it's not a Belgium, a Belgian-style brewery. Ah. They were big and hot on the... uh, I wasn't going to report you to the beer police. I know. I know. I just want to sound like I'm somewhat educated in the whole matter and that I'm not just flying off the... Um, so, Excuse me. <laughs> uh, the Belgian quad from, uh, and I know I'm going to butcher this, but it's Brewery St. Bernardus. Oh. You seen St. Bernardus? 
Yeah, it's got the uh, the friar or the monk on the bottle, right? Yeah, so this monk has a Christmas hat on, on this ah, bottle. fun. And it's a, it's a Belgian quad that has got all the Christmas flavors and stuff um, in it as well. All right. So it's, it's just, it's kind of the season that I'm in. I, I like some of that festive stuff. It's funny because I go straight from IPAs to heavy stouts. And Zach has this long three month, like from October to December, where he goes like, Fall beers and a pumpkin, and gradually the totally spice basic. the spice gets more and more intense as you're like Christmas, yeah, clove, cinnamon. Clove. Yes. I'm going to throw in uh, one that I did have this week. Our friend of the show, Old Man Ernie, swung by my house and dropped off uh, the dogfish head, the new uh, Goza they have, the Super 8. Ooh. And the nice thing about dogfish head is it's not hard to get, and it's not particularly expensive. So if you like something they have, you can drink a lot of it or have it on hand often. One of my favorite summer brews is the Sea Quench. They do that uh, really briny, super. It's yeah, the black. It's the black lime. lime. Yeah, the sea salt. It. I think it's fantastic. But it, you can you can buy it just about anywhere, so you don't feel bad about crushing a few on an afternoon. And this is a great example of a goza. If you if you have never had a goza or you want to kind of get into it, it's a great entry level goza that is readily available and super crushable, like the rest of Dogfish Head's stuff. It's delicious. You should try some. Uh, I'm going to throw in... Do you in... like this? Is the back and forth work? I like the, the alternating? back and forth. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because then it gives me a little time to I look like up the my show's, next one. The show's almost five years old. Over five years old now. We're still kind of developing and trying to get our groove. So this is the other part of my tradition. Okay. Um, I not only like the festive, flavorful Christmas beers, I also like the Stella Artois. Oh, yeah, the fancy. Yeah, and it's kind of a Christmas beer in and of itself, so I have not had it yet, but I know it's new. It's the new Midnight Lager, and it's the Dark Ale that they mm. have. Avail- or dark lager that they have available. Yeah, I did see that advertised. Um, so I would like to try that one, and I'll add that with the uh, typical 12-pack that I buy in and around the holidays of the regular Stella. The last one I'm going to throw in is one, again, I got lucky enough, uh, Ernie swung by my house. The, it, it's always good to have a, a friend like Ernie in your life because he spends his time working in city. Like he's He works way up, like Goshen, Napanee area, down, then like swings through... But he's through Leesburg quite a bit. Oh, so he yeah. Can, he could swing by and visit our friends at Hoplore down in Leesburg. Whereas that's a, a, if I were to go there, it would have to be specifically to go to Hoplore because I don't know what else I would even do down there. <laughs> but Ernie finds himself swinging through and he was able to pick up a, a four pack of their Stone Fruit Cobbler Dream. That's awesome. And I wasn't even in town when he got it, but he swung by and brought me one and I had it on Saturday and it was fantastic. It uh, It's like a tart pie. Yum. You're oh. drinking. And, and the whole night of dreams, the it was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. They mm-hmm. just opened them all up. Yeah, and uh, he snagged me once. I was pretty fortunate to get my hands on it because I wasn't around, wasn't in town. I was going to miss it. I know Hop Station had it on tap or had it available anyhow, and uh, it was uh, super, super tasty. So uh, That's awesome. Again, some love to our boys at uh, at Hoplore, Joe and Stefan down in, in Leesburg listening today. So. Uh, that's my last contribution. Okay, uh, one that I'm gonna I'll bring up the brewery, but then I'm also gonna bring them up later in news and notes because something big happened with this brewery lately. But Ballast Point, oh yeah, their victory at sea, but not just a regular victory at sea. The High West Barrel Aged Victory at Sea is is phenomenal. If you can find it, it's right up there with like the Bourbon Counties and the KBS. I haven't had it this year, but I had it last Christmas, and it was it was great. So good. I it's it's a, like uh, you mentioned earlier in the show the Lagunitas will willamatized willatized willatized willamatized willamatized. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that would be the last one that I throw in victory at sea. Village. There is a. There's your pick six. Go forth, drink. Do not drink. You know what? You can always uh, slap into our DMs if you think you have a beer that you want to get mentioned on the pick six next week. Maybe we'll do like a user's pick. Yeah, a drinker's pick. 
Maybe that's biting off more than we can chew. There's a lot of show to get to yet. We have to get the news and notes. Find out what Zach's talking about with Ballast Point this week. Find out what we're doing for winter warmer plans. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to bring to the company Christmas party. Yeah. I always like this time of year because they bust out the, how many drinks is too many drinks at a company Christmas party? And Zach and I spent the two weeks leading up the Christmas party. How many drinks are we going to bring? What do you want to drink? What's the highest alcohol beer we can unload on the people at work? Uh, that's what kind of people we are. Thanks for joining us. This is Music to My Beers. Uh, we're talking really quick. Uh, if you're new to the show, we have a, uh, a Christmas party here at the station every year, and uh, we pre-record the beer show because it's an opportunity. It doesn't happen very often where they shut the building down early and they let everybody you know drink inside and act like hooligans, blare some music, and, and just... Play you know. beer pong in the front conference yeah, room. Yeah, just general merriment. So we always take uh, like an hour or two and, and pre-record the show because we uh, you drink way too much to be live on the radio. So it's a safeguard. What we're doing, actually, yeah. is protecting the broadcast license. But uh, over the years, this has turned into our annual bottle share where we grab... A super exclusive bottle share at yeah, that. Very. I would even say hyper-exclusive <laughs> bottle share. But uh, we do have a couple of other craft beer nerds in the building that we'd like to have come up and jump on the show with us. And what we don't want to do is all of us... Because what you, I, and, uh, and Ron have done in the past is uh, we'll say, I'm bringing this... I'm bringing mm-hmm. this, but then we always like sandbag and hold something back. Earlier, we used to never tell anybody what we were bringing, just surprise each yeah. other and try to one up each other. So uh, this year, because it's you and I, let's figure out what we want and why we're gonna why we're gonna have the organize the tasting this way. Because one of the things I've I've liked being a part of some Facebook groups and watching like uh, the newest group I joined on Facebook is Barley Wine is Life. Yeah, but watching the way people will organize their shares, it's all like a vertical of this beer, or it's all from this brewery, or it's around this style. So I think maybe we should adopt some of that and, and uh, put a little bit of organization, rhyme, and reason into our upcoming Christmas bottle share, which, by the way, is fr- it's five days away. Yeah. Uh, I gotta hit the gotta, gym hard this week. I know it's gonna be some gotta, thick boys on I Friday. Get down in the basement too, and look, I think that all the 2014, any 2014s of the uh, Bourbon County that we have must go, right? Yeah, because now we're closing in on the end of 2019. You're not supposed to save it past five years, and really, it's it's in and around that time that. And the 2014, and I know we've been hammering the uh, the Bourbon County heavily uh, this show the last couple of weeks, uh, is because one, it's one of our favorites, but also it's. Uh, it, this is this is the time of year we get it, we talk about it, we yeah. trade it, we hype it. But the 2014s was the last time they did the uh, the 12 ounce bottles. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be the end. I have a 2014 regular and a 2014 barley wine. We have to get rid of. Okay, then let's get rid of that regular and the barley wine, and then also I have a regular to get rid of as as well. So we'll have more than enough bourbon county to go around the room, and then some. And I know that a couple of people will jump in, start drinking that. I think we're all uh, hopped up on the Bourbon County this year, too, because we've now all completed the book. We've all read Bourbon, Bourbon Stouts and Selling Out yeah, by Josh Knoll. We've read about it, see? Yeah. So. Uh, I'm also going to, and I'm going to have to ask permission because this bottle in our cellar doesn't belong to me, but I do want to bring a Banana Coconut Dragon's Milk Reserve from uh, New Holland that we've had. Oh. We have three of a four-pack sitting down, and they've been in the cellar for about a year and a half. It's an outstanding uh, variant that they have. Oh yeah! So I'd like to bring that up and uh, and and we could try that. I would love to. All I, right. I think uh, chocolate orange from Bourbon County. I'm going to bring in as well from 2018. Oh, hmm. I got okay. that one. I got it last year. I had it on draft last year um, up at McCree's. Mm-hmm. That at it was one of the few places that had a, a variant on draft because a lot of times you can find the the regular version, but. I had that, and it's it's pretty phenomenal. Now, what we should do, and I know this is a uh, this defeats the whole like let's plan it. We've got all, we've got our stout bases covered. Okay, 
So should we bring some uh, freshies? Yeah, I was thinking we bring some freshies, and okay. why don't we each agree to bring two freshies? Okay, but I don't tell them. I don't tell you what mine are. You don't tell me what yours are. But maybe we'll divvy it up by state, like you do, Indiana, and I'll handle Michigan. Okay, or or we can figure it out that way. But uh, we do need because the way our bottle share works, and and you know, it's not the same for everybody, but very much for me. If I'm if I'm doing a flight of stouts, or I'm in a tasting where it's all stouts. Yeah. By the end of it, you get tongue blind a little bit where you're not like it's just everything's so thick and caramely and rich, breaking up a bunch of stouts with the occasional like bright, hazy IPA or something really harsh and hoppy and West Coast. Uh, it, it's nice, but it helps you discern a little bit more flavor profile from other ones going forward. I, I agree. You can also I, just not drink 36 different beers at a sitting like a normal person. <laughs> I know. We can, we can like, take a little break, go downstairs, have some of the food, and, you know, freshen yeah. up our palates. Might compete in the booze walk, you know, that, that they oh, do every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and then there have been instances where I've had a beer toward the end of a tasting or the end of a night or a partying, and I'll take some notes, check it into Untapped, and uh, say, I tasted this. And then the next time I'll try it, I'll, I'll make a note of, of trying it first. Oh, okay. Or, or, you know, like I'm doing now, really savoring for a long time, a bomber by myself, taking three hours to get through it. But you get so many more flavor notes and profiles and things, in the, especially in the nose, if you have something first or early in the night or you have it on just at least a fresh palate that you get after crushing just, you know, endless barley wines and bourbon barrel-aged stouts because by the end of the <laughs> night, you're like, I, I'm done. All I taste is booze. Booze. My fat tongue. Now let's order some Hungry Howie's. My wife is like, you just smell like whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so uh, so we're set. That we've got the uh, we've got the lineup. I think we're good. I think I, I like that idea of getting some uh, some fresh stuff from. Yeah, and I think during the week I'm gonna I'm gonna go through your untapped, and you can go through mine, and we'll make sure that it's all new stuff. Okay. You know. Ooh, well, I don't want. New, I don't want to show up to a sharing with something that somebody has already had. I so, want to bring new stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. A little Ew. corner of the show for me here to tell you about what we've got coming up, what we can look forward to in the uh, drinking weeks ahead. And we were going to call this Miller's Corner, but it sounded too much like a tiny town outside of Napanee. So we thought, yeah. you know what? News and notes. It is <laughs> news and notes. News and, and notes. I still feel like I need a theme song. Um, not in the budget. No. Okay. Uh, not in the budget. Maybe next year. We'll, yeah, we'll look at that. Uh, so you went to Greenbush's uh, new satellite location. That's now open. And yep, absolutely. Loads of fun. If you haven't been, make a make a point to stop by and check it out. It's in the Erskine Martins over in South Bend, or yeah, wherever. you walk in where the side door deli is, and you see the si- uh, salad bar. Look immediately to your right. There it is. Wow. Yeah, I know. I I, I got to check it out. At least I got to pop in there just to. Try or have I a beer. I hope that becomes a thing. Like, what if uh, every Martin's around gets a different satellite location for some Michigan brewery that it's a little bit too far to drive? Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, tuck, I mean, tuck in a round barn, tuck in a transient would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I was just happy when they had the Starbucks, but now that they got mm-hmm. actual breweries and beers and it stuff. Was not, to... It was nice to have Star Chicken Shotgun right out the tap <laughs> and Party Wolf, and uh, it was a real treat. And then go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. So, does it actually stay open later than the store, than the Martin store? Or because I think those. We left closed... around 10 o'clock, and I, okay. uh, I don't, I mean, the place martin's was dead at that point because who's yeah. shopping for groceries uh after thanksgiving at 10 o'clock but sometimes uh, this guy yeah i should really check it out i don't <laughs> yeah. know man i was just there that's cool um i'll i'll check it out sometime soon and then the uh heavenly goat up in um yeah granger at, at heritage square heritage square i wanted to call it toscana but that's next door it's easy to find because right when you pull into heritage square boom there it is yeah it's not and, like way back in the way back well they've also got this new uh venture that they're doing it's called the hall of heavenly goat where they do things like smash burgers and barbecue and all kinds of good food to pair with the delicious beers that they have 
So that's another place that we got to check out. It's right next to another Martins. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a different thing there. <laughs> yeah. They're getting a lot of plugs this episode. Um, then uh, announced earlier in the week was that Constellation Brands, who bought for a record, they bought Ballast Point for a record $1 billion back in 2015. This is one of the giant beer, multinational uh, beer conglomerates that are just snatching up everything. There's AB InBev, there's Constellation, there are a couple of other ones that are escaping my mind. But this and that's is, how we got Ballast Point, yeah. and we were able to get it here. Yeah, because suddenly it was everywhere. You could get mm-hmm. grapefruit sculpin, you can get the mango habanero, you know, whatever the wild sculpin flavor wants. It, it's a great beer. Yeah, and, and a really good brewery, and, and there was no, there there is, uh, I mean, it, it's one of the better San Diego breweries, like Stone, and like some of the California breweries that are over there. And it got the uh, the stereotypical, it's a great beer, it was purchased by a large conglomerate, it's available everywhere, suddenly it sucks, this stuff is no big deal treatment from the craft beer community. Yeah. And so I, sales, sales tapered off and it became not that big of a deal. Well, and now Constellation Brands actually sold it for an undisclosed amount to a Chicago-based uh, Kings and Convicts, which I had no idea who they were or what they were. I did a little bit of research. I guess the guy had like some hotel chains and stuff in and around yeah. the Chicago area. And um, and really, what, when he was interviewed by the Chicago Sun-Times, he was talking about making uh, Ballast Point, a, a, again, an independent-style brewery. Yeah. And, and they can't necessarily be independent but he was interviewed earlier this week and they were asking him so you know was this brewery for sale and he said no he literally they weren't shopping around ballast point he literally called him and said hey i'd like to buy this wow and they worked out a price and if you know anything about business when uh when somebody says an undisclosed price that means they're embarrassed to say what it is be it too high or in this case most likely too low yeah and and in, even inside the Chicago craft beer community nobody knew who this Kings and Convicts was no uh, Josh Noel the beat writer for the Tribune was like I've never heard of these guys or barely heard of them and their, their web- website crashed yeah oh, crashed yeah. this week because everyone's googling trying to find out who the hell are these guys <laughs> I've never had their beer but that's funny this is the first time I think it, we've ever heard of a a giant craft beer conglomerate that you know, swallowing up these craft breweries going the other direction and selling it to a Selling a giant brand to a teeny tiny distillery or brewery. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, the guy apparently has some wine influence as well. Like he's had some experience with wine sales. So I think, I don't know, if he's, if he's trying to do something good with the brand and keep the brand alive, I'm all about that. The point is, he didn't make enough money from Kings and Convicts Brewing okay. in Chicago to buy Ballast Point. He had other money from other places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a bunch of money, opened this brewery, decided he wanted Ballast Point. Yeah, which... Hey, who would want to buy a brewery? Can you imagine how this, how much more fun this hobby would be if you were balling on that kind of a level? Oh man, I'd like, like to uh, buy that one. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start a brewery, and then later you're like, you know, I can acquire this brand. I'm gonna acquire that brand. <laughs> yeah, he did say they intend to honor all their distribution contracts, so we'll still be able to cool. get Ballast Point here. And I believe they've got five satellite locations out along the West Coast and in the. Uh, Western part of the U.S. They said they're going to remain open. They're going to keep all their employees. So that's awesome. very cool. Plenty to go around then for us. And then um, Founders is releasing a new IPA for the calendar year of 2020. And I don't know if this was no, this was posted on their Instagram. So this is knowledge. I, I'm part of that cadre, cadre, cater. You're part of a group that you can't even pronounce. Yeah, uh, I get the emails and they basically say, "Hey, don't mention this yet. It's not out there for everybody to know, and and you get to know everything before everybody else." So they they are having the unraveled IPA coming out next year. It's like a juicy IPA, and I would imagine that it would kind of be like um, Founders Official, 
and how they went and did that. But I also found out that they're doing a variant for masagave. Did you Ooh, hear about that? No, I haven't. A grapefruit masagave. That was a fun beer. It was barrel, a good beer. barrel Runner and masagave were two of my highlights from this last year. I thought yeah. those were those could have been disasters. I thought they were outstanding. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, also, don't forget uh, the 23rd of this month at Fiddler's Hearth downtown South yes. Bend, uh, the Winter Warmer. Yep. It's Christmas, gonna, Christmas Eve Eve. We're going to find a way to get out this month and go and partake, possibly. Dude, I'll be on vacation at that point. Like, oh, okay. I don't need to find a way. I will be there. Okay. I All am right. the way. Well, I'll, meet, the way. I'll meet you down there. Well, I'll be on vacation. Thank you for joining us for another week of Music to My Beers. We hope you will join us uh, again next week. We hope we were good enough we didn't turn you off to craft beer and, uh, and chit-chat about it next week. Yeah, so. come on. Jump on board. Uh, to close things out, we're going to go a little bit heavier. Uh, people get out of church. They need to get amped up to drive home. Football's coming, baby. It is Woo. avenged sevenfold here on Music to My Beers. Real Rock 1039 The Bear. Cheers. Yes. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.